time for Samantha to lock the studio door and play whatever the heck she wants. Now that's what I call All-American. Rock around the region. A full hour of kick-ass music from bands rocking the Southeast. Everything that rocks. C-97.5. On Z97.5, getting this party started tonight with a brand new one from Saliva called Revelation Man. You can check that out on the band's Facebook page and, of course, uh, on their website, along with a whole string of tour dates, including a stop here in Clarksville on the 5th of June. Welcome to the program. I am Samantha Knight. Part two of my conversation with Shallow Point comes your way tonight. You're also going to hear from Lydia's Castle, Artifice. Got show news for Modern Primate. Big news about Dusty.
Monty Mayhan and the future of the band Electric Mayhan and all of the other projects he's got going on. All of that and so much more on the way for you tonight. So glad to have you here with me on this Sunday. Shallow Side going to be making a return to Clarksville as well. As we all know at this point, the warehouse will be closing down on the 7th of August. That is their last day. So a lot of bands trying to scramble to get in there and get one last opportunity to play the place that so many of them have called home. And for Shadowside being out of Coleman, Alabama, the warehouse has definitely been a home away from home for them. So we look forward to that show. It is happening on June 10th. This is Jukebox Hero from Shadowside on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. His head hung low Couldn't get a ticket It was a sold-out show Heard the roar of the crowd He could picture the scene Put his ear to the wall Then like a distant scream He one guitar
Rock around the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. Z97.5.
Rock around the region on Z97.5 from right here in Clarksville. The pretty much defunct up from ashes. Uh, however, they're getting back together for one final show. That is Rise Up. And that final show that they will be doing, they're reuniting to play that show on June 10th with Shellicide. So definitely do not miss out on that. You can get details about all of these upcoming warehouse shows, of course, Facebook.com slash The Warehouse Rocks. I am Samantha Knight. Very excited to have this project being a part of the show as it is a side project for a couple of guys from Seven Dust, somebody from Alter Bridge, and Tremonti talking about John Conley and Vinnie Hornsby of Seven Dust, Scott Phillips from Alter Bridge, and Eric Friedman of Tremonti. The band is called Projected, getting ready to release their third studio album on June 24th on Rat Pack Records. It is got 13 songs. There is available for all kinds of really cool autograph bundles uh, that are up for pre-order right now, so make sure you check out details about that. It is at Rat Pack, P-A-K, RecordsAmerica.com. Projected with Hypoxia on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5.
Rock around the region on Z97.5 out of Nashville, Tennessee. Lydia's castle and falling into place. Still working on getting a rescheduled date to sit down and have a conversation with them. But from what I saw last week, their CD release party that they had on the 7th went very, very well. So big congratulations going out to them. I am Samantha Knight. Part number two of my conversation with the lady and gentleman of Shallow Point when we left off last week. I uh, was speaking with drummer Jet about the influence of jazz music and blues music in today's music. Uh, I will go back. In high school, I went to Sarasota Military Academy. I played all four years in the Sarasota Military Academy drumline. Okay. So that's where I really solidified my rudiments and the, the, really yeah. started making big steps in my playing. And I played about 16 years, so... What made you decide then that uh, you know the, that that type of band, that type of stuff was not for you, and you wanted to branch out and just go wild and become a rock drummer? Well, I've always been into rock. I've I have friends who are in the hip hop and rap scene now, and they support the fact that I'm you know I'm just I've always been a rocker, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I don't know. I just it's just what I live and breathe. I mean, lyrics will make me cry. Lyrics will give me goosebumps. I sing. Yes, I sing. Okay. Scream. Yes. I do. Okay. I do both. And um. I don't know. I just music is music to me. If, if we'll take words from uh, Don McLean's American Pie, you know, music when music dies will be the day that I die. Right. <laughs> I love it. Very poet. Chuck, what about you? How'd you get your start? Oh, I'm a third generation player. A third generation yeah, player. Yeah. <laughs> so it runs, da- it runs was, through your blood. I was damned to be a guitar player. <laughs> so, yeah. You had no choice in the matter. And I was stuck to be a singer because nobody else wanted to do it. So. So did you have to learn how to sing, or was that something that came naturally oh, to you I mean, as well? With my family, we, we always sung something. My dad, his range was um, anything from gospel to old country mm-hmm. kind of stuff, you know, and just learn how to sing like that, you know. So what did uh, you guys listen to growing up in your house then? Oh, <laughs> a lot of Elvis, some uh, Johnny Cash. You know, those are two amazing things to quote right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She kind of hates it when I play the old stuff, like the 50s oh, stuff. It gets on her nerves. No, it doesn't. Just tell her to take her shoes off yeah. and then you can go have a little sock hop in the kitchen. <laughs> Learn how to enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So with you then um, being a third generation player, um, was that something that just, you know, you picked up and went, OK, I'm, I'm going to do well, this. I'm Did actually you have to left handed. Take- you're left-handed. And, right. And, okay, so you're already goofy. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Works for Paul McCartney. But anyways, uh, I started playing the guitar left-handed. My dad actually bought me a left-handed guitar. And then um, for some reason it got broke or something. But anyways, I ended up learning how to play right-handed. So now I play right-handed. Really? Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of that yeah. before. Was that a hard transition for you just because, or was it like, okay, you're, I'm not buying you another left-handed guitar because we can't right. have nice things yeah. and you broke it. Right. This yeah. is what you got. Figure it out. Right. Yeah. Well, I, it was the only thing laying around the house. So, you know, you have to Can you write left-handed or right-handed as well? Yeah. So you can yeah. do everything ambidextrous. Yeah. Right. Wow. Good Lord. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. So what was your favorite thing as far as like maybe the, the music again that gave you that aha moment that you were like, OK, this is the direction I want to go. Because obviously you can listen to Elvis and you can listen to, you know, the Beatles and everything else coming up I and the gospel. But what was your what was your band that just like this is what I want to do. This is the direction I want to go. I would say, number one, probably Guns and Roses for sure. But uh, Bush, I'm influenced by Bush a lot. Yeah. You know, just the way they attack. Yeah. Uh, vocally. Yeah. And stuff, you know. I remember when, when uh, I was in college when 16 Stone came out and it was just like, man, okay, this is cool. Right. This is a little different. It's, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just used to wear that CD out just over and over. Yeah. And 
loved it. Yeah. He's a great songwriter and, and he's it, a great you know, singer, really too. Really, their first album, you could just listen to it from front to back. Agreed. Agreed. Just like Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction, same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Josh. Hi. Hey, what's up? Sitting, sitting in the corner being all quiet. So, <laughs> tell me about you, Josh. It's your turn now. Well, I, was a, I was a Navy brat growing up, so... Um, my dad, typical Navy dude, man. He was, uh, you know, throwing outrageous parties. I was used to. Is that, that what they do in the Navy? Oh, outrageous parties. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drinking and waking up, people, people laying all over the place, you know, and uh, blasting music. I don't remember that far back, but as far as he was telling me that uh, he he'd be blaring Black Sabbath and White Snake, and I'd just be sitting there in my playpen. I was always into the music that he was in. He kind of. I mean, he didn't really push it on me, cause, but it, but it's what I was listening, you know, right. what I was used to listen to. I got a. I remember probably being about four or five years old, and um, and I just watch on uh, MTV back when it was, back when they actually played music. Yeah, yeah, back yeah when the good music. days. Um, I I'd, I'd rock out to uh, Twisted Sister mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. uh, Motley Crue, big one, and uh, I thought the I thought the makeup was so cool, and uh, and they were just you know really like the rebellious nature. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and uh, I would I would so rock out to that stuff, man. And uh, and I remember one day being like, man, I want to do that. And uh, I just, around the time I was probably eight years old, I decided that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. When they told us to draw a picture of what we see our saw ourselves doing in the future. Right. Drew myself with a guitar. Never had a guitar. I got one. <laughs> <of those. laughs> and what did the teachers? Because first off, I want to know what the teacher said, and I want to know what everyone else in the classroom was drawing. They're drawing themselves as like little doctors and stuff too. Doctors and police, you know, or whatever. The no good responsible jobs. Those good responsible jobs. And then here's Josh. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. at one point, I wanted to be a veterinarian. Go to the <laughs> Me too. I couldn't. Yes. I couldn't do it. I got too big. I mean, I could not handle all of the negative side that goes with that. And well, we could talk for days that on exactly that. Exactly why? Yeah. I, yeah. I get that. So you you drew this picture of you with a guitar, even though you never owned one. Mm-hmm. So how long between uh, that photo and and you finally getting one? Well, for my tenth birthday, I got a Sears guitar. One. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember those. First day I got it, I was playing with the tuners and I broke the strings and I put it in my put it in my closet. And um, <laughs> well, some of the people that lived around the around the street that I lived in, they were about a year older than me. And, uh, and they decided they were going to form a band. I was like, wow, you know what? Drums sound cool. I want to play drums. And then, um, I tried drums and I, I wasn't that good. So, uh, (laughs) too much math in drums. This is about, this is around the time I was about 12 years old. And they said, Josh, how about you learn guitar? So, all right. So I, you know, got with my mom on it and just, you know, and she, we started shopping around looking for, uh, guitar lessons a guy that didn't give lessons that owned a little hole in the wall uh vintage shop said yeah i'll give him lessons so he gave me lessons for about six months i learned some simple stuff Mm -hmm. and uh, and he said okay you know well i really don't do this so you pretty much grown out of what i can teach you so uh so i started looking around and finding other instructors but because uh being in the navy and being a navy brat hard to settle in well, I, we didn't move around a whole lot, but uh, but we ended up moving from uh, upstate New York to Seattle, Washington. Whoa, okay. And, uh, that's when I so I'd taken lessons for about a year and a half, and uh, and then I just quit taking lessons, started learning on my own. So you um, moved into Seattle at what time frame? About um, the time Seattle exploded? I was about a little after that. I was about okay. fifteen years old, so it was nineteen ninety seven. Okay. And uh, you know, Nirvana was big. Soundgarden was big. Right. Um, and 
I, I got there and uh, I, you know, I just I decided I wanted to, the band I was originally in was played more like an alternative, mm-hmm. um, and I wasn't really into that. They didn't like me because I liked Metallica, and uh, <laughs> so uh, me too. So when I got there, I started Slayer. <laughs> <laughs>
Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. That is Shallow Point. That tune, Fractured. The band, my guest in studio right now, and uh, poor Josh, we keep interrupting you. You're trying to tell your story about how you got into playing and, uh, you know, joining a band, and you were too much of a Metallica fan, and they didn't like that. So please carry on. When I got there, I started so looking gross for every time I <laughs> carry on, people to play play with yeah I, I found a few people to play with and we actually had some of us had several projects together um but the first one uh the first one we did kind of like a punk metal yes yeah. and uh when i was in music theory class and in, in high school that year i met i met another guy that was in a relatively big band for high schoolers uh, but it was more like a techno industrial gotcha and he told me he's like well i have a home recording studio if i if you come play guitar on my next album will you know, I'll record your band for free. I said, all right. That sounds like a pretty good deal. That's where I met my bass player because he had a bass player, bass player over there, uh, you know, this back when I was 17. And, uh, but we, we formed, me and him did several projects together. And of course, you know, when you're young, uh, stuff, you know, it's hard, it's hard to work things out. Sure. Egos and uh, it is when you're old. Girlfriends, yeah, I mean, you know, girlfriends, yoga, uh, reputation, <laughs> distractions, all of those things that make the rock and roll lifestyle that that big fantasy. Mm. Oh God, it really happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. starving, yeah. using yeah. baby wipes, not getting showers. Are we eating today? I don't know. <laughs> so I would imagine. Uh, Ending up in Seattle like that, though, and trying to start a band, there was probably no shortage of people to play with. Uh, the place I lived in, it was, uh, it was, well, it was uh, across Puget Sound from Seattle. Okay. It was called, uh, well, I lived right above Bremerton, Washington, okay. uh, in Kitsap County. And, uh, and yeah, there was a lot of musicians, but uh, a lot of them were really into punk music. And okay. When I started seeing, hearing, seeing and hearing nothing but punk, it kind of turned me off of punk for a while. Really? Uh, yeah. You got burned out on it. Yeah, I got burned out, and uh, but I still like 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 I said, the first project was still had kind of like a punk to it, sure, and, uh, and it was kind of metal. I guess I guess I could explain it as more of a thrash core, sure. And yeah, and so I got into more of a new metal sound, and I ended up moving here when I was twenty two, and uh, yeah, after uh, after things didn't work out too well over there, uh, and I started looking for bands here. Uh, and it was really hard to break into the Knoxville music scene. So that's something I've learned in the last couple of months, actually, about, about Knoxville, because being here, obviously, there's a there's a decent scene in, in Clarksville, just nowhere to play. Everybody in the world wants to be in Nashville because it's Music City, and the amount of bands that there are and musicians, period, Nashville is so oversaturated, mm. so oversaturated, and nobody wants the original music. They want the cover bands to line all of the mm. bars on Broadway. Right. Everybody plays the same set list, just in a slightly mm. different order, so the Woo Girls can come in, mm. and, and that's, that's how fun. they make their yeah. living, you know, and even the few clubs that have been around Nashville for the rock scene have started to go mm. downhill, but in the last few months of doing this show, I have discovered more and more and more bands coming out of that area. Like, I had no idea there was such a scene in Knoxville. Mm. So is that something for you guys then that have you found it like easier to do what it is that you do or has it been a bit more complicated because there are a lot of bands and you have to try to break through that or has everybody, you know, work together pretty well? Mm. Well, there's a lot of competition in Knoxville and I think a lot of people are, I, I, there's just a lot of bands everywhere mm -hmm. struggling to find places to play. So I think that creates a lot of I hate to say competition, but it's it's the way it seems. You know, it's like everybody's dying to get into the, this venue or this venue. Right. You know, and then they 
kind of don't like it when somebody else does. <laughs> and I don't, and it I don't, it's bad blood. Right. Yeah, and I don't think there's really any animosity yeah. like in the bands in the area. I mean, yes, due to everything being so stressed and really tight that, you know, it creates turmoil, you sure. know, within, you know, whether it be unspoken or not. But, you know, also we were just talking about the the egos and everything that comes along with it. So take all of this and then put it on top of everything that's going right. on with the COVID. Right. And- yeah. And that's that's one thing I wanted to shift gears into, too, because, I mean, you guys have been doing this for so long mm. and it's it. I know how long it's been since you've been able to get <laughs> here. And I know you probably get to play out other places, you know, a little further east or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when. The, the world shut down. What did that do to you guys? Did it did it hit you to a point? Because I know everybody's going to go, well, of course it, it, it dragged us down. It dragged everybody down. But I've had a lot of conversations with musicians since then. They're like, you know what? It's kind of a blessing in disguise because we were able to buckle down. We were able to work on new material. We were able to this, 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 and this, and this. If, mm-hmm. Even if we couldn't get out and go anywhere, we were still able to be really productive and create some really amazing art. So how did that affect you guys? Well, uh, <laughs> we were, <clears throat> we had just lost a guitar player like, I don't know, six months before the uh, pandemic stuff. And so we were already kind of down, you know, mm-hmm. and we were just like, I don't know. I was feeling like it was kind of over for us, you know, and we had we found another guitar player and then uh, he got hurt in an accident. And so he he really can't play guitar. We're having right a spinal now. tap moment over here. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have all kinds of issues, <laughs> like walking issues. <laughs> but um, the band stitches. We, um, once we saw the light of the pandemic coming out, really and truly, we just took a break, didn't we? <laughs> we took about a two year break almost. And, um, because I thought, you know, it was already hard, right. much less now after all this pandemic and venues closing. Yeah. Yeah. For the record, it wasn't a break. It was just an extended vacation. Right. That's in the, you know what? Even if you want to call it a break, that's okay because yeah. I mean, you guys are one of the hardest you know DIY bands that I have seen. Yeah. Because you know, gone at it really hard. For and you do everything time. yourself. When yeah. it, you know, from from the merch to yeah. the marketing to the videos, all of these mm-hmm. things, you guys work really damn hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You work really damn we hard. Have. And so the break was kind of nice in a way, but it also makes you realize how much. You, like you miss it sure you know and i think that was good for us because it you know you, there's all these thoughts that go through your heads like mm-hmm. i may never get to play a show ever again you know what was it like for the what, two of you being at home together worse. like that then because i mean you can tell me till the cows come home that you guys get along so great and always have mm-hmm. but that was a very stressful time for the whole world and now all of a sudden you two are like well, you have no creative outlet well, you have nowhere to go well, see we're always focused i mean i'm always working on video or He's editing better than video, I am. and i'm always <laughs> i've got ideas throwing and writing songs we've actually started on two new songs excellent so yeah, and, and we did work on a video and shoot a video during the pandemic. That's the only real thing Things we just got accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> it's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5.
around the region on Z97.5 from Jackson, Tennessee. That is Artifice and Cut Me Out. The band getting ready to hit the road with their Resume Game Tour. That kicks off on the 17th of June in Huntsville, Alabama. They will be making their way here to Clarksville at the warehouse coming up on July 9th. The band made a post on their website the other day. It's, you know, what quitting is not something we know how to do. So bring your quarters and make sure your batteries are charged because we're getting ready to level up this summer on the Resume Game Tour. You can learn more facebook.com slash artifice. Another band that's been a guest on the program recently got a show coming up on the 7th of July. It is Modern Primate with one of their latest tunes, Lockdown. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
rock around the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5. you 
Rock around the region on Z97.5. That is Dusty Mahan and All Night. Now, Dusty, of course, has been a part and the front man for several Clarksville outfits, from bootleggers to fuzz ripper to the electric Mahan. And then a few weeks back, suddenly there's solo material. So what is going on? Oddly enough, when I was writing this show on Friday, Dusty reached out to me to tell me there was some news on the horizon that they had done some drastic changes. They were changing the name of the band and just had their EP professionally remixed and say so he says it sounds insanely good they're gonna sit on it for a little bit uh, and do some videos and pick up the singles and do all that kind of stuff but wanted to let me know that the band itself still intact they are just going to be changing their name to Swamp Fox. So we'll keep an eye out for that in the coming weeks. I am Samantha and I get ready to wrap up this show. We've got a couple of things left, including a man who's been nominated for a couple of awards. I'll tell you who that is when Rock Around the Region returns on Z97.5. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. Z97.5.
the region on Z97.5. That is Caleb Lake and Gloria. Some very exciting news for Mr. Lake. The 8th Annual Josie Music Awards are coming to Nashville. And, of course, this celebrates independent artists from all over in all kinds of genres. And Caleb has been nominated. He's an official nominee for Vocalist of the Year, Song of the Year, and Music Video of the Year. So that is pretty outstanding. We'll find out on the 23rd of October how that all shakes out for Caleb. I am Samantha Knight. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending the hour checking out some local and regional artists with me. Got part three of my conversation with Shallow Point coming your way next week on the program. As always, if you got questions, comments, you know of a band I need to be familiar with, please reach out to me. Let me know. You can find me on Facebook or you can drop me an email. It is Samantha at Z975.com. Wrapping things up tonight with our friends out of Memphis, Tennessee, Egypt Central. Now, of course, 15 million streams in under three years since the return of Egypt Central. They're very, very excited about it. They actually made a post about this on their Facebook. Uh, for you know, they, they went away, and Devour the Day came out of the ashes of that. And three years ago, they just started dropping a song here and there and whatnot. And 15 million plus streams for those songs, which is pretty cool. They are looking for your opinion on what kind of song you want to hear from them next. Check out the band's Facebook page to have your say. Facebook.com slash Egypt Central. That's how we're going to wrap up tonight with their latest No Place Like Home. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. We'll see you next time. Twisted fate, the world around you changed. The black and gray of fate and scarecrows, the lions hiding fears, the voice of death appears. No guarantee we make it. Guarantee we make it. Can't do can't just anymore. And it feels like we won't ever find a place we're looking for.